No. You don't think so? I get the other day when you were in the corner, I, know, I could totally hear I know, you. I know, you told me that a thousand times. Like, maybe turn the volume on your iPad off while you're hanging out. I did. I told you, I muted it. I muted it. Alright. I was leaving the neighborhood yesterday, and um, there's that little park at the corner of the street, and yeah. there were three cats hanging out, and really? they, they all had harnesses on. Really? Yeah. And there was a human close to them? Nope. Really? Just three Roman cats. <laughs> Greek or Roman? Well, I, don't know. I don't know why they'd have... Um, I don't know why they'd have the harnesses on. You don't walk your cat. Some people do. That's weird. I've seen... Over the years, I've seen two people walk, walk their, their cat. cat? Yeah, on a harness. All right. I don't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> I don't get it. All right. Welcome back to For the Love of a Dog, brought to you by The Little Red Dog. I'm your host, Sean, here with Steve. Thanks, Sean. We remembered to introduce the show this time. Way to go. We're going we're gonna to get it. We're going to get this one day. And for those of you wondering, there are birds. So many birds. That sounds nice. It's a nice backdrop. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's, I think it's nice. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. To all the... Moms out there, you know what? You know what all the good moms did today? What? What they did this morning? They walked, shot a bird. They they walked their dogs. They did. Right Why there. wouldn't the somebody else do it so they could have a day off on Mother's Day? Sure, I, that that's probably a nice Mother's Day present. Give moms a break. Did PJ walk Bella? No, she would have, but she's still recovering from her surgery. So soon, I think in two weeks she'll she'll be cleared to walk the puppers. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's good podcasting talking about family injuries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was weird. She had ligament damage, and it's funny when we went to the surgery, and the surgeon literally said that they didn't know this ligament existed ten years ago. Oh, and I'm like, it's a crucial we, dog walking ligament. <laughs> well, but I mean, I find that fascinating. We have been, you know, it's not like medicine is. 10 years old it's been around a while right and we just found this flipping ligament 10 years ago a lot of stuff going on with people body it's a very poor design thing if you ask me man <laughs> way too many parts this tiny ligament can cause so much pain that we did not it but we did not know it existed all right let's get to it before everybody stops listening sorry um so we were talking yesterday um <clears throat> About, I, I told you I was in a bad mood because I, I forgot something in the morning before work and I had to come back and then that kind of threw my whole day off because I was just, you know, a grouch when I left. And then you mentioned that um, dogs are the same and it's really important to leave the house in a certain state and that's what you oh. want to talk about today. Oh, very good. Very, uh, nice. <laughs> nice, uh, nice little intro there. If you're a dog owner, the thing that we really pound everybody on is get your dog in a neutral state or get the dog's brain on you the handler and <clears throat> like you experienced you left the house in a bad mood mm -hmm. and you didn't give yourself a minute to go back to a decent place yeah and it 
it's true with dogs. If do, what's the one thing that dogs really want to do first thing in the morning? They want to, their energy is through the roof. You know, their brain is already outside. Right. So you have to take the extra five to ten minutes to bring their energy down and get them to a neutral state mm-hmm. or their attention on you before you leave the house. Because if you don't, the, the dog's way more apt apt to pull you, um, go after something else, especially if the dog encounters another dog immediately, right? So you need to leave the house correctly, otherwise you're just not going to have a good walk. Yeah, and it's a, <clears throat> it's a common problem. I, when we work with families, I tell them, take the extra... It might take you as much as 15 minutes to leave the house correctly the first time. Mm-hmm. And what you're waiting for is the dog to literally sigh. In other words, you're not allowed to leave the house until you hear your dog go, <sighs> right? And then you leave the house. That's hard because a lot of people... So hard. You know, you've got to... You're kind of on a, a time crunch. you got to get out of the house. you got to work right. your dog and get it to work. And you can't leave the house that way. I tell people all the time, don't be in a hurry. On your dog walk, because it's not going to go well. The dog's going to pick up on your crappy energy. And this is the, you know, the ground floor of, of dog behavior, is is, is uh, practicing and, and working, getting your dog in this neutral state. Mm-hmm. And this goes for everything, whether you're going from your house to the car, um, you're going on a dog walk, um, you're going back into the car, you're going back into the house, you have to keep your dog's brain on you, mm-hmm. neutral state. Yeah. Very difficult. It's more difficult for the human because very few people have the patience to wait for that. And I would say, I would say, uh, if I talk and teach a hundred people, I would say three to five people have the discipline necessary to carry that through correctly. And a good example is Miss Jennifer with Dermot. I gave her this drill a week or two ago, mm-hmm. and this is one of the few people that I knew. That would have the discipline. In fact, I knew she's so good that I knew I didn't even have to go out there. I explained it to her what to do. And she texted me <clears throat> later that day and said, Dermot was a totally different dog. He ignored bad energy from other dogs. He kept his focus on her. Um, and it's all her. It was, I mean, Dermot's a good dog, but it's all about how well Jennifer did and how well she approached it. Well, I mean, I've seen you leave the house and come back before with the boys. And I don't always do it. I mean, Sean, Sean can tell on me. Sean can totally say, Dad, <laughs> when you leave the house, you don't wait for Tank to do that. So it's one of those do as I say, not as I do. You know. <laughs> and I'm the first one to admit that I don't, um, we don't do it all the time. Tank's getting older, so I let him slide. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to pay the cost. Here's the difference. I'm willing to pay the price to get his energy back down once we leave the house. You're also home with him all day. Yeah. For the most part. And I know you, like, a good example of what we're talking about. On a, on a, a father-son level, on a human level, um, about a month or two ago, you were kind of in a bad mood. And I said, and I told you, and I knew it was bad timing on my part. I said, you know, Sean, you have, you, you can decide whether you're going to have a bad day or not. And, you know, you... We're already upset, so I just made it worse. <laughs> but my point is, and you brought it up, um, it takes discipline to take a breath, take a beat, try to go to a good spot, and say, okay, I'm not going to let this ruin my day. That sounds like it's worth it. It is worth it. And, you know, you're a young man. I'm an old man, and I still haven't learned that lesson. 
but that's okay because I've tomorrow I'll, I'll I'll do better tomorrow. <laughs> you know, I, and I always tell people don't try do. Did you do it today when you left? Um, no, you didn't do. It today. I didn't do it today. <laughs> I didn't do it today because today's Mother's Day. Yeah, and we got a lot to do, so I kind of rushed out of the house. But I was in a good mood, and we had a good time with the dogs. And you know, we had a good dog walk. When I saw the boys earlier, they were pretty mellow. Yeah, and that's the point: is if you do the dog walk correctly, if you leave the house correctly, if you work the dogs correctly. When you get home, they're going to sleep for four to five hours. I don't care if it's a puppy. I don't care how if it's a working dog. I don't care what it is. If you do the walk correctly, the dog's going to be tired. And what do we say? Uh, a tired dog is what, Sean? A tired dog is a bird finder. <laughs> it's a good dog, <laughs> right? Well, and it, it seems like Buster's doing really well too. I mean, Buster. Um, for those of you that don't know, Buster had um, hip surgery. He seemed right. like, when you first brought him home, he seemed like he was almost a feral dog. He was, he, he is a feral dog. He doesn't like being around dog. people at no, all. No, He was very timid. Right. He bit you and PJ pretty he did. bad. He did. I think the second or third podcast, we talked briefly about him. And yeah, he did. but it's, it seems like he's walking really well. And I mean, yesterday, yeah. I saw you guys walking and you walked almost the entire street. Yeah, we're up to like a 30 minute walk. Mm-hmm. And same thing, at the end of his walk, I feed him and he goes to sleep. Yeah. Um, he's great with Tank and Nigel. Yep. Um, he just still won't let a human pet him. Or be near him. <laughs> he doesn't like it at all. Yeah, he's he allows me to be, what would you say, Sean, two feet? Yeah. And he starts to back away if you get any Right, there. right. But last week, it was five feet. Mm-hmm. Next week, maybe it'll be a foot. No, he's doing noticeably better. Yeah, he is. He's, he's walking really well. And his energy's better, and he hasn't bitten through any leashes lately. And it sounds like he likes playing with the boys. Loves Tank. Loves Tank. What's so funny, and it's like life, he loves Tank, chases Tank. Tank, like, tolerates it. And what's really cute is Nigel loves him. Yeah. And he doesn't have anything to do with Nigel. Nigel. <laughs> it's a typical life thing, right? But it's very cute and sweet to watch, but heartbreaking at the same time. But, and this is where, you know, I fail too. I I like to tell people all the time I fail. I I do let my human emotion get into it because I'm watching this and I feel, I feel bad for, for, uh, you know, Nigel because he's not getting any affection, you know? Yeah. But as a leader, I have to stay neutral. He gets plenty of love. He He does. But here, that's what I'm talking about. I have to stay neutral. I have to stay in a neutral state. Mm-hmm. I can't show favoritism. But my human emotion wants me to. You definitely show favoritism. I know. Everyone knows that. I do like, <laughs> <laughs> But again, do as I say, not as I do. But I mean, Buster also came with a lot of cons- you know, a lot of consistency. I mean, you guys, you've walked him twice a day, every day, half an hour. It's been you right. walking him. Right. He's been in the same spot. He's around the same dogs. Yeah. He's got a he's got a good little good little uh, structure going on yeah. and, and routine. We, but obviously I'm worried about him. I still don't think he's going to leave. I think he's going to. He's leaving. No, 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 no. Every week I hear he's leaving, and then he has to. <laughs> he has to leave. He has to leave. He not not because we don't like him. We just can't take care of another dog right now. Yeah. And if we had all the funding in the world, you know, we totally, you know, get it get it done. Mm-hmm. So. That's his life. Maybe we can ask the guy that just started up his motorcycle down the street. If he yeah, wants we to. probably picked up. That's what that was. It wasn't my stomach. <laughs> I'm waiting for Mother's Day brunch. That's how hungry I am. All right, leave the house in a good mood. Right, you're gonna have a bad day. Yeah, and again, and I love your intro 
didn't really know where you were going with that, but that's true. It's true. And it's good practice. And that's why I tell people the more you get into dog behavior and the more you study dogs, the more that you try to make the dog feel that you have his back, mm-hmm. the more you learn about yourself and the more that you learn how to get yourself in a better mood or, right. or in a, a good state. You know, we dog behavior 101, discipline, exercise, and then affection. It's the same thing for us, you know, if we, if we really try to work at that. I guess I can understand if you're in a hurry in the morning and you're kind of anxious about getting to work or school or whatever, your dog's going to pick up on that and the walk's going to be a struggle. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dogs are so good at picking up the handler's energy. Right. So, for sure. All right. Maybe we should take a break here. We're not going to get rid of that motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be right after this. All right. Sean, thank you for listening to The Love of Dog, brought to you by The Little Red Dog. Please uh, review and subscribe, and to donate so we can continue saving dogs throughout Southern California, please visit thelittlereddog.com. Alright, we're back. Um, Our next topic... I know Steve's not too excited to talk about. Um, But the reason I want to talk about it is I think it's a good example of why the Little Red Dog's so great, or one of the reasons why the Little Red Dog's so great. And you and PJ started this out on a set of principles. And I think um, easier or hard, you guys have stuck to it. Yeah, we've been, we've tried. (laughs) Well, I I think, I think you have. And I think this is a good example of, you know, you guys doing that. And, I think it's also an instance of this is not as easy to keep going as maybe everyone thinks. I think everyone understands that it's hard, but sure. I think this is a good example of it can it can be really, really challenging to keep this going. So before we start, um, the Little Red Dog used to have a relationship with a corporate benefactor, we'll call it. It's a household name. In, um, in the dog world, it's a household name. Um, and... That relationship did a lot for you guys. They they introduced you to some other people. They started other right. relationships. Right. They um, helped you at a couple events. Right. Um, they provided some funding. So I mean, they it was positive. They did a, they did some they did absolutely a lot for you absolutely and for the little red dog absolutely. Um, but yesterday it kind of soured, and I think it's a good example of you doing what you think is right and you making you making decisions for the good of the dogs right so that's why i think it's important to talk about it and again we're not throwing anyone under the bus no we're not going to talk about who this was specifically no um the beef i I don't want to i don't want to talk about it to you know paint someone poorly sure but i think it's a great example of you guys have a set of ideals and that's what the organization is run by. Yeah, and I think what makes this more relevant is, uh, you know, something similar has transpired in, in, the, in the media in a much, you know, relative to us in a much smaller capacity. And I'm talking about you know, all these famous people paying large fund, l- large sums of money to get their right. kids through school. Um, 
you know, name schools, and there's been a lot of celebrities. Um, something like that happened with the Little Red Dog yesterday, um, where an organization has given us funding over the last six or seven years. Yeah. A major dona donation early, you know, in 2019. Mm -hmm. One of their employees, you know, wanted one of our dogs, and we really made every effort. In fact, a couple of weeks ago was PJ's birthday, if you remember, mm -hmm. and we actually were celebrating that, and we took time out to try to get a hold of this employee because we knew that this employee wanted this particular dog. Mm -hmm. An employee of the right, organization. Of this company, right, right. <clears throat> and we made every um, possible um, attempt mm -hmm. to get a hold of this person directly and say hey this dog's now available mm -hmm. she was excited at first and then she was a little lackluster she said she had to leave she couldn't do anything at that moment and our mission our job is to save dogs mm -hmm. what people i think don't understand is when we do um adopt a dog you're actually saving two dogs because that frees up a foster right we can put another dog in. So in your perspective, this um, employee of the organization you partnered with in the past um, was not as excited as you wanted this person to be. So you you declined the adoption. Well, we, we moved on. Yeah. We moved on and we've, you know, we, uh, there's a lot, this dog was very popular and <clears throat> someone else wanted the dog and was excited about getting the dog. Uh -huh. And so it's first come, first serve. Sure. That's that's the rule, and people have gotten upset about that in the past. They have, and I can especially with puppies and right. And I certainly knew we were going to be in a pickle, <laughs> to say the least, because I did. PJ and I tried ridiculously hard to make this happen. I mean, did you make a decision despite the employee? Did you make no. a decision because it was the best thing for the dog? It was the best thing for the dog and the organization because again, we can save another dog quicker. Sure. I can't. We can't wait on people to make up their minds. And this particular employee is super busy. This particular employee travels a lot for her job. You need to find homes quickly, right. but you also need to find homes that fit. Right, right. So, we, you know, this other family, better suited for timing. Mm -hmm. the, the, the employee is a great human being and would have made a great dog parent. Mm -hmm. I want to make that clear. Nothing wrong with this individual at it all. This wasn't the right timing. Was just off. Okay, that's all it was. It was that simple. Okay. So then, fast forward a few days. So yeah. So I get the <clears throat> I get a call from the president of this organization. Uh -huh. <clears throat> Mind you, he's never called me directly. He had to call someone else to get my number, um, which I found interesting. If you really value us when you know my number <laughs> well okay let's let's not know the weeds on that he has done he has helped to facilitate a lot of things that were beneficial for the laura dog absolutely okay and and vice versa too by the way anyway, so he called you and what did he say he it started off civil okay you know he wanted to know what had happened and i explained to him the exact same way i just explained to you mm -hmm. it was a timing issue mm -hmm. and i asked him after i said it was a timing issue and i went through the whole details i said does that make sense and he said, word for word, no, it doesn't make sense. And then he said, we're going to circle back to that in a minute. And I want to, you know, I want to talk about something else. And I said, okay. 
so he went into this um, diatribe about. Well, it's maybe not getting into the, like the specifics. No, of I'm, what he said. No, not specifics. Just a diatribe about basically the net net. You know, the funding is going to stop if she doesn't get the dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was it was that clear. Okay. And that's why, to me, at that moment, it was relevant to what's happening. You know, with in this other situation with celebrities wanting to pay money to get their kids through school. Well, you had someone that's provided significant funding in yeah. So in basically, the past, or avenues to significant right. funding, and right. then it said, "If we don't get our way, right." So basically, the president of this company was saying, "If my employee doesn't get their way, yeah, the funding stops." <laughs> were you upset? <laughs> oh yeah, I was. Re- I was really upset. Why are you upset? I was upset because I. I was, uh, I kind of jokingly thought this might happen, but it was joking in my brain. You know, I didn't really think that this would actually happen. That right. he thought that this person thought that they had the, the stroke to dictate how we should mm-hmm. run our organization. Um, it, it, it would have been easy for me to yield and say, okay. Yeah, we'll we'll make that happen. But it's just I'm, yeah, I make mistakes all the time, but this is one area that um, I just wasn't willing to cross that line. Well, and I think we had a discussion amongst the team uh, yesterday when you because you were really upset. Oh, I was livid. You're upset because the, I was livid because it happened, and you're upset because you felt like in a way. You let little red dog down, and that's part of the reason why I want to talk to you about this is that I think that you guys have always done every decision you made has been for the best of the dogs. All the funding that is provided to you guys goes a hundred percent goes to the dogs, and so I think in the face of losing some money and not allowing the rescue to be run by on on financial decisions, right. I think was I think that's significant. And I think that's one of the things that makes you guys so great is that you have not you have not turned away from your values ever. Well, thank you. It's very sweet of you to say. It it yes, as mad as I was yesterday and still livid cuz it's also a, a lack of respect towards us, by the way, in my opinion, that this person thought he could bully his way you know, um, as, but as mad as I am now and yesterday, um, I would have been ashamed of myself for the rest of my life had I yielded. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not, uh, you, you know me better than anyone else. I am, I, you know, I guess you could probably say I can be bought, but this was not one of those times. It, it is a really tough situation. Well, it started a conversation last night. I mean, what if someone donates? What are they allowed to dictate? Um, I think PJ mentioned, you know, if someone says this is my donation, I want a hundred percent of it to go towards senior dogs. Right. Then it's our responsibility sure. to make that happen. But to say like, if this person doesn't need a dog, you're not going to get the money that I was going to provide. Right. I think is not. Right. I think I would have had more respect for this person if they would have given us the money and said, hey. 
this is good for one, you know, one, one free, we're like, oh, okay, I get that, sure, we'll make, I, you know, I, that would have made more sense to me, but to get whatever he wants down the line, whatever that might be, it's not, it's never going to stop. So any amount of money dictate where a dog goes within the lower red dog? Well, that's what I'm saying. I could probably be bought, but not for that amount. Well, I mean, I know you're, I know you're joking, and I think... Right. I would like to th- look to answer your question. I would like to think that I would make the decision that's that's best for all the dogs. Yes, I'm super concerned. We've had this relationship for a while, and it's you know almost not since 2011, but mm-hmm. I, at least since 2013, I believe. Um, they've been a a decent you know, part of the team. Yeah, they did a lot. And that's what, that's what upsets, and that's the reason why I mentioned the phone number thing. I always say it's a team effort. It's a team effort with our vets. It's a team effort with uh, the volunteers. It's a team effort with the sponsors. Um, and I, and all these people, including, you know, PIMCO is one of our major sponsors. Mm-hmm. The key people there, they have my number. Mm-hmm. This particular, and that's why you know I hate to admit it, but my feelings were kind of hurt a little bit that he, that this person, the president of the company, didn't have my phone number because we've talked multiple times. I've been to his house, you know. Um, so he went to a lot of effort. And by the way, what really upset me too was he said he was really effing mad that he had to call me. That's fine. At dinner, he can be mad. <laughs> Is this so? Is that that was frustrating. He that was be, frustrating. He can be mad. Other applicants can be mad. That Absolutely. dictate no. where the dog and goes. And that's what... I, I I assumed he was going to be mad. But but to hold uh, funding hostage is basically what he was doing to get his way. Well, that's... that's that's it, it literally made my skin crawl. I think it sent a message that within this organization, the dog's always going to go where you guys think it's going to be best served. Yes, and we make mistakes all the time, but our attempt is to make sure that the, the dog, dog is happy home. and the family is safe. Yeah. You know, do we fail? Mathematically, we fail um, just over 5% of the time. <laughs> um, Sean will tell you he gets tired of my math decisions, but that's a, that's a cold hard truth. But um, we attempt... To be a hundred percent, you know, we're never going to be perfect, but we try, you know. Yeah, it was a tough day, and it's. I'm still leery. I'm still um, woozy, <laughs> punch drunk. Almost. Well, I'm, I wanted to bring it up because I'm proud of you. Well, thank you. I know you were really upset yesterday, but I think you did the right thing, and I think again, it shows. It's one of the things that makes Little Red Dog so special. You guys have always, you know try to run the organization by a set of principles you've always put the dog first and that's never changed and i think it needs to be clear that pj laid the groundwork for that i mean she really has there's been other instances not as dramatic as this one that pj's made it clear to try to do the right thing the right thing is never easy and i'm typical human being willing to bend (laughs) so that we don't necessarily need to do the right thing uh, but PJ, PJ definitely keeps us on track, and I'm not just trying to give her kudos here. It's a lot of this does stem from her. A lot of it stems from me genetically, as well. 
um, you know, dad, Gampy, uh, is the king of doing the right thing. And I, that, that, that helped. Yesterday, that helped a lot yesterday. Well, I think you did the right thing yesterday. Well, thank you. As upset I as, as you were. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have, uh, I really did want to hurt somebody, for sure. I think I'm, <laughs> I think we're all glad you didn't. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. But, um, where's the, uh, it's going to be a, leaving a big hole in funding. You know, as Carla would say, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll find a way. I don't know what that way is right now. We'll figure it out. Hopefully by Father's Day, I'll have it figured out. <laughs> anyway, tough, tough day. So, it, every day is really hard. You even left the house yesterday in a good mood and you still had a bad day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that, but you know what? Um, I can't control that. You know, I tell you and, and your sister all the time, and every, you know, it's a cliche, but it's true. Focus on the things that you have control over. I had no control over this person's decision. I guess I did. I guess I could have yielded. <laughs> but I mean, you did have control over doing the right thing for the dog. Yeah, yeah. I and I'm and I, you know, I I woke up mad this morning, but um, but the mission hasn't changed. Had I yielded, the mission would have changed, mm-hmm. and that's not cool. That's not cool. And I don't want to be preachy because, you know, you, you see me make a million mistakes. Um, and I really don't want to be preachy. I really don't. I just, I think it's just interesting that it happened and it's happening in this climate. Again, with this whole uh, controversy with um, celebrities paying huge amounts of money to get their kids through school. Right? Yeah. And, I, and PJ and I talked about that. You know, why didn't this family just do it the old-fashioned way and say, here's, here USC, here's a new wing for your campus? That's more money. Yeah, but, but, I mean, at least it's more, uh, I don't want to say sincere, but it's more like, uh, it's understood. So you're saying funding Little Dog's new shelter will net you one One dog? dog. Absolutely. (laughs) We'll even write that in the contract. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, again. Um, initially my temper stayed at bay but eventually you know I, I said some crappy things you know to this individual but um, you know it he, it was clear that his way wasn't gonna fly you maybe could have handled it a little bit better I could better, have handled it a lot better I, I think I did, you made the right decision I did I did pretty you would have been proud of me up to a point and he went oh dad <laughs> Anyway. All right. Well, enough of that. Yeah. We that beat, was a bummer. We beat that to hell. Yeah. Um, Founders Day. Oh, my goodness. It's just around the corner. June 1st. Wait, we're going to have one last sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> um, June 1st. Lots of music. Lots of good food. Stuff for the four-legged and two-legged animals. Fun time. It's a celebration. We've, you know, we've saved 2,000 dogs mm-hmm. and we, we invite, not just the public, but we for sure invite the people that have adopted from us to come out. We want to see them and we go on a hundred dog uh, pack walk, games, vendors, beautiful day in the park. And then when's your next adoption event? This Saturday. Which is the... What is it, Sean? It's this Saturday. What number is it? Come on, I don't even know what the day is. <laughs> 
It's the, it's the it's 18th, right? The 19th? It, I don't know. It's the Saturday. It's 18th. coming Saturday. When but is this is important. Yes. This will be the first one that um, PJ and I are not going to be at. Oh, yeah. You guys are going to be out of town. We have to be in New York. So Gary's going to be taking care of that. All right. They're in good hands. They are in good hands. Gary, Gary and Melinda and the team, Kristen, Kelly, Carlo. Those guys are awesome. I'm not worried. It'll be a good time off for me and PJ. Yeah. You guys earned it. Especially after this week. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. Please remember to review and subscribe. That's another one in the books for the love of a dog. Uh, We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Oh, next week. Oh, wow. You're not going to be here. Oh, that's right. We're going to have a special guest. Do I get to know who it is? Lauren Setnarowski. Volunteer. Volunteer. New volunteer. New dog walker. And uh, current WAG employee. I want... I'm hoping you're going to grill her about saying something negative. She's got some things to say. Good. Well, God, I, I seriously want to hear it because I know that I, I probably tend to wear rose-colored glasses when it comes to how I treat volunteers, and so I want to hear some yeah things that I can prove. I do mean that. Sure. I want to hear. She's doing really well. Yeah, she listens. She likes it. Well, she listens. Yeah, that's hundred percent. Yeah, of it. So next week, Lauren Zinarowski, new volunteer, nice. wag contractor, and dog walker, senior dog advocate. <laughs> She'll be here with me. And barista. Barista. She's a trainer. She does it all. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) All right, you guys. This has been For the Love of Dog. I'm your host, Sean. Please review and subscribe. And uh, we need money, so (laughs) there might not be an episode seven. That's right. We need funding. (laughs) Thanks, guys. guys. Bye-bye.